When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's March 20, 23rd. Uh, welcome to, welcome back to 90 Day Fiancé What the Fuck with Hello. me, Nadia, and my two friends, Lon and Miriam. Say hi, guys. Hi, everyone. This is Miriam. Hi, my name is Lon. 90 Day Fiancé is my love language, and I'm a bona fide relationship coach. Currently <laughs> accepting women-only clients at the moment, if you catch my connection. <laughs> Hello. Except you don't do coke, right? <laughs> uh, only before recording. <laughs> and you actually blink. I I've seen you blink, so I, I know you're you're straight. Um, <laughs> so uh, guys, uh, what an episode! It was uh, what an emotional roller coaster. Uh, we have a lot to cover, so let's get to it. Um, I, 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 if you, is there anything you guys want to say? Like maybe sum up the episode yesterday in one word? Lots to unpack. Um, I know that's more than one word, but I think it was one of the more entertaining episodes that we've had uh, this season. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. It was exciting. It was just, everything was just starting to bubble over. And, you know, I, it got me hooked from the first scene with Ash and Avery. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about Ash and Avery now that you mentioned that. Um, what can I say? This guy has game. Um, so, <laughs> because I wanted to give her props for being very, um, you know, like standing on, I mean, like being firm about not having sex on the first night and yet she gave in. So all I can say is he must have some game. Um or oh, he must be hella sexy. Um, I mean, maybe at the bottom, not 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 on top, but because I I just cannot look at it creepy eyes anymore. Um, I I he he's definitely one hell of a smooth operator. Um, I just I just find that whenever he talks to Avery, it almost sounds like he's coaching her. Um, not sure what you guys think, but I do have to say though, like his brother Antish. It's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, I think he's, you know, he has, uh, he, he definitely has reasons for, for interrogating Ash, uh, sorry, for interrogating Avery, um, and, and maybe even alcohol shaming them. Um, so I, I, but I, I think he's, you know, he's, he seems like the normal one. I don't know what you guys think. Miriam? So, you know, so Ash not only got game, but he's got some game in bed because I think the correct terminology is he got her dickmatized. (laughs) (laughs) So this girl is just all about the D right now. I mean, it was like the best she's ever had ever, like ever, uh, according to her. And then this whole thing with on Tish, he just seemed like, here we go again in my head. Like, how many times is this, this guy going to drag me out to go meet another one of these girls? That's right. kind of what I kept questioning. Like, how many how many times a year does 
you know, Ash do this? Is this guy over it? And I think that he's just like kind of so sick of Ash and his behavior that he's just kind of like says whatever he wants to say in his mind, you know? He's like just, you know, not sugarcoating it, not going above and beyond to try to meet her, not trying to connect. He's just like, it is what it is. You guys are going to have problems. This isn't going to work. Like kind of saying the obvious. And I think that they needed to hear that. Right. Yeah. I didn't read that at first, but now that you mention it, um, I can totally see that. I think uh, maybe this was, this is just a number um, to him, like number, I don't know, 12 or whatever number um, Avery's on right now. And he was just, he was kind of going through the motions. Um, He did seem um, a little tough on her, but they were all um, pretty fair questions. I think he still could have been a little more polite about it. Um, you're meeting somebody for the first time. There's really no reason to be a dick, right? He's like, oh, you know, we're going to need more alcohol. You know, come on. Yeah. You, you could have, there's, maybe that's just me. But, you know, upon meeting somebody, not knowing them, um, I, you know, even if this was a weird um, thing and this happens a lot, uh, I'd still want to give the person the benefit of the doubt that, you know, they're well-intentioned, they're good people. And if anything, this is my brother that he's he's getting that's getting into this um, into this relationship. It, it, it's more about him than it is um, about the person, right? Like about the other person. So I think he could have handled um, that a little more differently. Um, as for Avery, uh, or so, excuse me, I'm getting the main, the names mixed up. Um, as for Avery, I, um, I I definitely don't blame her for you know, for, for getting it on. Uh, we don't know what all led to, to where they were in bed. Um, I think Ash does pretty much have a lot of game. And um, we know from when she says, do you have the perfect answer for everything? He's definitely a smooth talker. And while um, I can also see it from a sign of maturity, where, okay, let's let's talk about certain things, what bothers you. And, okay, like, you know, he, he does seem a little more mature, but at the same time, it does seem like he's saying things to please her and being agreeable um, to kind of get what he wants, to get on her good side and to kind of get what he wants out of the relationship. So it, it can be um, manipulative, I believe, at times. So Right. Isn't anyway. that how all guys are, though? I mean, can we just, like, isn't that what every guy does, though, to get a girl into bed? I don't know. That just feels like, you know, just, like, the natural formula, but... Right, but it's less threatening and less dangerous um, when it's somebody who's who's a little more calculated than most. Mm-hmm. I think there are times when where guys who aren't as studied... Uh, because he's read he's read the book um, the love languages he 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 kind of referred to it um, over a video call in a previous episode so oh, yeah, this guy, right yep. so this guy's definitely he's well read he's he knows about um, the psychology of um, of seduction so it, it's it's a little more innocent when guys are saying the right things and being flirtatious and trying to you know get in someone's pants. Whereas a person who's um, who understands the psychology behind certain things and is masterfully manipulating a situation, and I think that's where it becomes um, a little um, a, a little darker, a little more sinister. So that, that's where I stand on it. Like he he is he is saying things, and 
when she said, do you have the perfect answer for everything? That really kind of struck um, some kind of alarm bell in me. So. Well, clearly he has read the Kama Sutra because they, they did it <laughs> two to three times. Um, so he's definitely not out of moves, I'm guessing. Um, and she looked hella satisfied. Um, Hey guys, so I know we probably we have a lot to cover on, on this episode. It's a very heavy episode, but maybe we can lightly touch on Yolanda and the Williams because there's really nothing to touch on other than the fact that she's still hung up over his um, Instagram account or the like thereof. I, I really have absolutely nothing to say except she's probably scamming us and she's still an idiot, but... Um, maybe you guys have more intelligible things to say about Yolanda. Yeah, so with Yolanda, um, you know, they didn't really present anything new except for the tidbit that he got back in touch with her. And I, I think it's it's a mistake for her to continue with the relationship. He's consistently and constantly lying. Um, with the whole Instagram just doesn't open, like, it, it's Instagram just doesn't open that's not how Instagram works. Either the right. profile is gone and it'll tell you user does not exist right. or it's there and it exists and it's edited. And as we know, and as we we saw, like he changed his name, the photos were gone. The Instagram account is still there. It's edited. And when it's edited, you can either um, try to log in and change your password. You can contact support. Um, there's ways um, going about this rather than saying, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it just doesn't open. So um, she needs to, I guess, educate herself more on, on technologies and how um, you know, social, um, social networking works. Um, I just, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think this is, it. this is pretty much it. I don't know where else it's gonna go. Uh, if they're just gonna you know, focus on her pain and heartbreak, the rest of the few episodes are if they're going to continue to watch as he strings her along. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you guys. I think that I'm kind of over it. We all know what we're, what directions it's going to head towards. She's an idiot. This guy Williams is, sc- <laughs> is scamming her. Probably one of, you know, um, Usman's roommates as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'm just I'm just kind of over this chick. I'm over it. Like, it, like nothing's gonna come come of it. I think yeah. that's was how Instagram works better than her. Like, she even said, like, well, he's the only one who can delete his Instagram account. It's not like someone can come in and just start deleting all the photos. I mean, it's just it's just so suspicious how like one day he's there, next day he's not. I mean, it, it's I don't know. Lan, you about to say something? Um, yeah, um, I just think. It's a, it's a bit sad for me because this was one of the stories where I thought it was going to play out to be a lot more entertaining. And already in, in just a few amount of episodes, I'm a bit disappointed um, at how quickly it kind of fizzled out. It was kind of fun. And we we're like, oh, I, re- I really like her. And, and I still really like her as a character, but uh, or excuse me, as a person, <laughs> I keep saying character. Uh, but um, it, it's, uh, it's starting to become um, forgettable, I guess. She's starting to get um, drowned out in the more entertaining stories that we're starting to see as the season unfolds. Yeah, I think, you know, it's becoming a pity story. And uh, I, I really don't know how they're going to spin this. Like, I, I think, so she's definitely going over to London or Manchester or wherever she's, you know, whichever, if she decides on an airport. Ah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. 
So anyway, moving on to, well, we finally get to meet Erica, uh, Stephanie's online girlfriend. Erica is a 24-year-old uh, photographer from Down Under. Uh, well, she's actually from a small town called Port Augusta in Australia. And um, I guess that's a considered a small town. They, she keeps calling it the outback. So I guess that's where all the kangaroos are. Um, I'm sorry, I mean, if I sound ignorant, but I've never been to Australia, but I trust what she says. Um, so I don't know what to think about her, except, you know, me and the boyfriend said, like, hey, is she wearing clown pants? Because that looks like clown pants. <laughs> I know that's so mean, but that's like, <laughs> we're like looking at each other and we're like, that looks like clown pants, but I'm glad she can pull it off. Um, so kudos. Um, it's just how it's so weird how she and her they filmed her and her friends like sitting out out there in the desert, just swatting flies from their face and talking about a a really you know a four month relationship that she and Stephanie has. Um, I don't know. I really, I'm not that interested in their relationship. I mean, nothing against them, nothing against same-sex couple. I, I'm just not compelled enough to, to be curious enough to want to know more. Um, all I, I mean, the the only thing that stands out to me is the fact that, I mean, it's silly how they can decide how to hold hands. That's so like juvenile, but. Um, also, like you know, Stephanie's worried that she may not be able to. F- fulfill Erica's sexual fantasies uh, or sexual needs because she has been once again reminding us she's been celibate um so I don't know what do you what do you guys think so I'm still kind of bored with this couple um they just seem like just I don't know it just it seems like this relationship should have been a fling you know it doesn't really seem to me like this is gonna work out long term this just seems like Two people who are, like, completely infatuated with each other um, physically. Like, they're kind of on this, the same, like, social, um, you know, social media platforms. Like, they're both kind of influencers in their own right. And they have this, this connection. They, they're both kind of, you know, haven't come out to their families. So they, they have a lot of similarities. But it just feels to me like this is going to fizzle out so fast because... That's just what you do at that age, you know? <laughs> right. Like, you don't really have a long-term girlfriend or boyfriend. You just kind of go through a bunch of people until you figure yourself out. And I kind of feel like, you know, there's been, like, a lot of work put in to get to this point. And I just feel like I'm going to be disappointed. Like, it's just it, – it, it's going to be, like, you know, kind of what we talked about. They're going to have, like, very – conflicting lifestyles and then it's going to be heartache and then blogging after that i don't know so i am all about this story (laughs) (laughs) i love it okay so to me this is one of those um it's one of those feel-good stories it really uh it really made my heart smile if 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 I could say that, like when when they introduced, they did a great job of introducing um, Erica, I think, saying or, or showing that she's in a really small town and um, the lifestyle that she has and just being bisexual is 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 not, I guess, um, I wouldn't say accepted, but it, or frowned upon even, but it's not as um, I guess not as as mainstream. So I believe when it comes to Stephanie. Um, 
this is it because there's in that small town she's she hasn't found anybody right this is what made her um what made her date outside of port augusta and i think you know there's a a genuine fear and concern of being accepted where she's at um and you know having to find um a partner so you know when when they united when they met for the first time i thought it was super cute i thought it was super heartwarming they were giggly and um it just it gave me the feels and seeing her in her little candy heart dress i was just like oh man that's so cute and it they were so happy it, to me it felt like they um they really really found um who they're supposed to be with and i know it hasn't is it's a little premature to say that but i'm i'm rooting for them i'm rooting for them to work out i'm um i want to see where this goes uh hopefully erica will come to america and out of that small town where um maybe she's not as accepted as she should be um and you know again with stephanie erica hasn't come out to her parents yet which i don't think will be super difficult um everything she has is rainbow colored and rainbow themed i think they get the hint you know so, yeah so i'm all i'm all about them man they're they're cute i want to see what it says lon i think i know That's why okay. you like them it's because they represent plur life <laughs> <laughs> they're all about plur life yeah love unity and respect man like how, how can you not be um player life so yeah yeah possibly i mean okay so my whole thing is like you know if erica is a, you know trying to always like fit in why is her hair hot pink and purple you know right. like why why does she dress the way she does and live this like vibrantly colorful life i think it's all for the gram i think it's all for social media for her influencers whatever she doesn't really seem like someone that cares to fit in right she like says like uh, um, she was like a self-proclaimed colorful weirdo i think that's how she like described herself yeah i don't think she wanted to fit in though i don't necessarily think that's that's where she said she was um at in her life right or yeah i mean i i don't know i just i feel like i feel like this is all for to increase followers Mm. like that's just that's just how i'm seeing it but i mean i could definitely step in your shoes and also see that you know they are definitely they do have a great chemistry but i don't feel like it's a chemistry of like lovers it feels more like two best friends hanging out mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like i i don't get this like true love soulmate vibe from them i get this vibe like oh my god girl i love your hair color you know what i mean like <laughs> oh my god where'd you get your dress from let's go shopping <laughs> and maybe i'm ignorant maybe that's how same sex couples are but i just didn't get that oh my god this is my soulmate it was like, oh my right. god, this is like a friend, yay, let's hang out type of a vibe. That's why I think I'm not interested. Mm. It's like forever slumber party with them. Yeah, <laughs> totally. All right. Well, next up, I, I'm I'm going to give you guys an option here. Do we want to talk about David first or baby love, baby girl Lisa? <laughs> let's talk about baby girl Lisa. I just feel like you know. I feel like just a lot happened. Yeah, and... I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Let's All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, she met, um, you know, uh, Soja Boy's video director for that song. Um, what's the name of the song again? I, I love forgot. you. I, I think. Oh, yeah, God. I love you. Super original should, title. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I should remember that. How did I forget? Yeah, props um, to the creative team for that one. That's wow. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that took a long time to pen, I bet. Um, so it, <laughs> the video director called her the Queen of Queens, which queen apparently queen. it's an insult. If it I'm was not a wrong. total insult. It was right? a total I side, mean, sideways comment. Right. And uh, I just thought that she was, it was so funny. I mean, I'm just, you know, giving you guys highlights here, but like, it's so funny how she said, like, I've never met any celebrities, let alone be engaged to one. Yeah. Like, well, oh, you poor thing. Um, humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> humble brag, exactly. Um, and then, of course, like, I, I have to give props to, was it his, like, Abba, right? His director friend who says, shooting a, me- a music video without a model is like drinking tea without sugar. I mean, he has a point though yeah. like I kind of get it you know what I mean like especially like in those male dominated countries right which is like Nigeria it's a it's not like America where you know it's like equality for all it's like a very male chauvinist culture okay and so what do people expect to see they expect to see beautiful women in their videos like it's 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 like it goes to say it goes without saying that you know what there should be a model in the video especially if you're this big shot guy like if anything you know the more women in the video the bigger of a star you are you know even like if we look across latin culture like all these latin videos have like the most gorgeous women you've ever seen like 10 of them for no reason like look at look at any of maluma's videos so it's kind of weird honestly for me to see a video not having a girl in it especially when it is like a love topic if it was like a religious video maybe you know i'd kind of second guess it but it does seem weird right it's uh, having a model in the video is par for the course especially if it's a relationship song um r&b you know what i mean this is mm-hmm. just this is that's just that's that's pretty standard yeah. and if she video can Vincent. yeah if she can't deal with having um one model in a video imagine when he does a party video yeah and there's 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 women like miriam said there's like 10 of them or 20 of them dancing around in a pool and their swimsuits Mm -hmm. and stuff like this was actually pretty mild um and and i would say pretty fair and she said it goes against the concept of the song no it doesn't um it's it's a music video for a reason it's visual and and people want to see um how the story plays out not imagine it in their heads like Mm -hmm. that's what the actual song is for like we get to we get to um with the with the music video we get to actually it's visualized for us and we kind of get to see the story play out so and his you know. yeah, and Lon and his demographic is Nigeria. So there is a beautiful, you know, Nigerian girl in right. the video, and they're right. not touching, they're not holding hands. He's not like grinding his booty on her or nothing like that. Right. Like it's pretty, it's pretty modest overall, in right. my right. opinion. All right. So but, that that brings know. me to the to the to the number one problem I have with the relationship, and it's not. It, it really doesn't have anything to do with the relationship. It has more to do with um, with Soja Boy, is that she really is um, trying to um, derail, uh, maybe not intentionally, but she is derailing his music career, and that is, is that's a big no no, man. Like, uh, you, I don't think you should you should do that. I don't think she should have that huge of a say to start, you know. Um, 
dictating how a video should be, um, telling him um, he shouldn't be meeting with certain people or, um, you know, burning bridges uh, with his industry colleagues. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows where that's going to lead now that she, you know, she's telling him, I don't want you to see that guy because that guy got up and he's like, no, I'm not going to see you. He's like, oh, we'll meet up. We'll meet up at the whatever at the um, at the opening or whatever. He's like, no, nope, don't 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 come see me. OK, now you're impacting this guy's um, uh, uh, profession. You're impacting his dreams. Like he worked hard for this and you're just going to derail it like that. That's that's a huge. I have a huge problem with that. I, I totally agree. I think that she should have known what the territory came with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to date someone called Soja Boy. You don't think he's going to have, you know, you know, I don't know, what is it called? Like groupies? Yeah. Like, you know, around him? Yeah. And <laughs> and I, I think that she's being super selfish, super disrespectful. I mean, when that, when his, you know, industry colleague was telling her, like, hey, you're kind of, you're going to ruin his career. She just went to the shut the fuck up mode yeah, yeah. it was a she fair was question upset. too it I, was fair he, he didn't you call names he didn't totally just totally exactly like like he he was totally calm having a normal conversation and then she fucking escalated that shit like it went from like a zero to a ten mm-hmm. you know without even trying to understand anything thinking she knows everything and it's like okay what do you want him to do just stay home and just like talk to you on the phone all day like this guy needs to like su- survive, support himself. This is his, this is his career. So what would be the best thing to do to support it? You know, not to derail it or to like ruin it or to give advice when you have like no idea whatsoever, uh, like right. about anything in the music industry. Right. Like, you, like, like what are, what are your credentials, Lisa? Exactly. Like, how many, how many albums have you produced and sold? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm just like, Get this woman off the TV. She's hella rude. You know, Usman seems like a pretty respectful guy, you know? Yeah, like if, he, if I were her, I would be encouraging it because if he did blow up, guess who reaps the benefits? Exactly. You, you do. Yeah. You should be, yeah, talk to him. He's my he's my man. Go ahead, talk to him. Let him take y'all money because I'm gonna be spending it. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You you want to be supportive. You know what I mean? Yeah, to me, it comes with the territory. Like, you keep bragging that you're dating a celebrity. Okay, well, you better know what comes with that. And you better support it. And you better you better do everything in your power to make him be successful. Because in the end, that's only going to benefit you as a couple. And especially you. Like, if, you know, you don't, you're financially secure if he blows up. Exactly. Yeah, that would be your 401k. Not a good look, the way she's, she's doing, she's handling shit right now. Right. Anyway, moving well, before I move on, um, just want to say hate the fact that she's so controlling, but question for both of you. It's a yes yes or no. Is she worse than Angela? I say I say they're kind of the same. Honestly. Um, I think Osman's better than Michael though. Michael. 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 Um <laughs> I have a question for you guys. What do you guys think for the video premiere party? What kind of a video do you think he's going to premiere? Because, like, you know, Lisa hasn't seen it. Do you think he's going to, like, drop a bomb on her? Or do you think it's going to be, like, a fully edited, model-removed type of a clip? 
I think I it's going to be model removed. Yeah, me too. Okay. I, 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 I think it's a little surprise. But, but I, I mean, no, knowing 90 Day Fiance, though, like, I think it might be some, it, it might be a bomb. It might be something that that's controversial. I, I think I, I don't know. I mean, knowing like I mean, it has to the the story has to be blown up, right? So if it's just a normal music video, then there's nothing to it, you know. Then you know, I'm I'm guessing they they will create something out of nothing. It's mm-hmm. my guess. Um, but hey, at least she has not thrown any water to his friend's face. So maybe oh, she, that makes her better than Angela then. Um, <laughs> all right. So this week, uh, at, well, actually, last last night's episode. Today's a Monday, so last night was when they uh, showed it on uh, TLC. Um, last night's episode did not feature Darcy and Tom, but I guess they will be back next week. Um, Darcy will be visiting and uh, will be, I guess, swinging by New York to um, chat with Tom. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, but shall we talk about David, sixty-year-old David from Vegas, and oh God. and his RV, and preferably a Ukrainian woman who will be donning a less than a diamond ring? Uh, oh Lord, <laughs> that's such a like expose. Like you wanna you wanna propose to someone and you ask for something less than a diamond. I don't know what to think of that. I but... mean, you spent a hundred thousand dollars allegedly on this right. this chat rooms, and you're gonna spend twenty nine ninety nine plus tax on a diamond ring. <laughs> you know, I don't get priorities. it. Hashtag priorities. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, either this guy is a genius. <laughs> or, or he's got a screw loose. I mean, he's got a screw loose, and then he's got it covered by a toupee. By the way, guys, that I'm pretty sure. There's no way he's he's got that much hair. No way in hell at that age. That shit is fake. Okay, maybe he put some mayo. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he did what Ed did and put some mayo and grew his hair out. Um, I'm not sure if you guys watched that documentary that I talked about. Um, shout out to 90 Day Fiance, Cray Cray, and the Fraudcast uh, because I think one of them mentioned something about this documentary called Love Me, and it's about American men going on what they call a romantic tourism, a romance tourism, sorry, oh, where. They, there's actually um, people organizing tours to places like Odessa, where David was yesterday, um, mm-hmm. and they go from they go to like what they call events or you know in their terms socials, where they meet like hundreds of you know Ukrainian or Russian women, and and it would be like it would be like a it's almost like a, a you know a, imagine a bunch of older men like meeting like you know hundreds of women it's like a, it's like being in a candy store right That's they get so gross their, yeah they get their pick they they get to talk to any one of them it's like it's like what do you call those you know where you go on a lunch date and then you swap and then you talk to another person but imagine that like speed dating yeah, like speed dating, but in the dark with dancing. It's like in a cabaret or club, you know, um, kind of, you know. Isn't that, isn't that called like prostitution? 
It's like almost <laughs> like prostitution because these women are not forced. They have to sign up. And I'm guessing they signed up because they think that it's their ticket out of Ukraine. So it's like if they land a good American man who can, you know, sponsor them a visa, then it's almost like they lucked out, right? That's mm-hmm. the that's the end goal. But it's it's so it's so jarring how the, there there is such a market for for this type of thing. And I think going, I mean, you know, just you know, going back full circle here, this is what I think David has done that before because he it, clearly he has a type. And I'm pretty sure, you know, when he was driving with Anya, this the, the cute Ukrainian friend that he has, like when he was driving with her, he said, well, this looks familiar. So that already tells me that he has been to Odessa before, well, either to meet her or on, on one of these. Right. Yeah, I was with Anya. Romantic tourism or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's sad seeing how like, men you know like i mean it's their prerogative you know at the end of the day but it's just it's so eye-opening to see such you know <laughs> to see like there's a market for it right yeah you know? i want to check that out i i, I, mean, I want to check that out totally yeah. i mean you you do know that he's tried to visit lana like four times before yeah. right yeah. and she's like stood him up or given given excuses so that could be why he said this looks familiar maybe i don't know um yeah. That could be it too, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just, I, I think, I think he's been there with Anya. Anya's probably familiar with that area, um, and you know, I, I'm on the fence about the whole. When you said market, it, it made me feel really weird and dirty. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, you know, on the other side, though, I think if it's if it's consensual. And it's it's transactional, and you know what? Maybe I'll find love, and not just from the guy's perspective, but from the woman's perspective too. Um, uh, no judgments, right? I can't. Maybe maybe life is shit, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe I do. I wanna I wanna try my luck at um, you know if the tables were turned at I don't know maybe dating. Uh, a woman who was loaded in France and if she's looking for you know short Filipino guys in America fuck it like hey you know what I mean like uh and there's a market of us <laughs> in a club because let me tell you there are I've been to the club and the short Asian dudes we're all there we're just waiting to be scoped out <laughs> so, like, look like sign me up for that no all jokes aside though like you know if it was consensual um and you know uh, I, I think uh I, I I think it's fine. Now if this were more of a sex trafficking kind of thing and these women were there against their will, um possibly being pimped out for money or something, and there was this was some kind of like a dark underbelly of Russia, um obviously that's that's a no for me. Mm-hmm. But um you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge either of them. If, if uh, you know, the the man or the woman, if this was uh, a purely consensual, um, where we know what we're getting into, and if we find love, um, then so be it. You know, regardless how we found it, we found it. So, yeah, I want to be optimistic uh, in that in that sense. Um, and if, if if that's how it is, then yeah. Um, but and with David, uh, as as much as he's spent. You know, I, I don't understand why he, he he could have had a better relationship with a local exotic dancer. Mm-hmm. The money he spent 
and he would have got a lap dance at the end of every uh, at the end of every chat. So uh, it's it's a waste, I think, for him to have to go to Russia for that. Yeah, or more. He could have probably gotten more or than a lap dance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. He could have came out with a legit relationship. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, he would. He wouldn't have tech. Te- sorry, ten years of sex drought. That's for sure. If he had gone local. Um, because that's what he said, and he. I think the reason why he's probably looking outside too is because he, he, you know, he mentioned he, he's been engaged twice to American women, and it didn't work out, and I think that kind of burned him, and so he resorted to online dating, maybe because it, you know, it gave him a rush, it made him feel alive, um, and you know, he's just stubborn and. Um, Man, yeah, to, I just feel he has like... to understand what why those relationships failed. Though I think if you don't if you don't do the work to understand why that failed, then getting into a relationship it doesn't matter with who you who you find. You know what I mean? Be it someone from Ukraine or wherever she's from, it's still going to fail if you haven't done the work to fix the problems that you have. Right? Yeah. So, but um, I also feel that's why a lot of these guys go overseas to find love quote-unquote because a lot of these women are just like yes sir type women because they're just trying to get get out of whatever country they're from or they're trying to you know upgrade their lifestyle or whatever it is so whatever kind of shit that these guys give them that a normal american woman would would be like go fuck yourself they take it they (laughs) enable it they're like yes you're my king you're my everything i want to have a life with you i will you know, do this and, you know, it's, and that's kind of why these guys do that because like, they don't want to look to themselves and say, let me fix what's broken with me. It's like, no, let me just find someone that will put up with my, with my shit. Uh, you know? true, yeah. True. Put up my RV life. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it's just easier to do that, I guess, you know, than to fix yourself or to admit to yourself that you're less than perfect, which is hard for guys. Cause they got these really fragile egos. No offense, right? Um, yeah, but I get it. I get you know, for, for anyone though, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, also, not sure if you guys saw, but he brought two rolls of toilet paper on, in that luggage. Oh my god, <laughs> I saw that. What was that? Was like pre-COVID nineteen. I saw. And I was like, "What the hell? This guy is like got like a you know glass ball, and he's looking into the future. I mean, what is going on? Or he's got the shits." <laughs> ah, maybe he's that old where you know oh, when, when it strikes uh, it, 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 you gotta go so oh man what i mean yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> maybe like ukraine doesn't have those two plies or three plies and he's like damn i gotta bring some american toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> or maybe ukraine is like mexico so in mexico sometimes if you're like in the downtown area like you have to pay to use the bathroom, and then you have to pay extra for toilet paper. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's like that, and he's like, "Oh hell no, I'm gonna get my cubic zirconia and my toilet paper rolls." And screw sharp- you guys. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, don't hoard toilet paper, guys. Um, that's my that's my my mini PSA for now. But um, um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. Did, did anyone catch the you know him doing like a video log? Like, and he says he starts with captain's log. <laughs> that was so oh, cute. That was so sexy. Yeah. Seriously. That was like so hot. I mean, 
Um, How does Lana <laughs> resist? <laughs> and I mean, hey, he's also good in massage at massaging, right? That also he claims. So um, <laughs> that was weird. I know that was I, he. He saw. I mean, he picked up that massage bottle and packed it, and he said, "Well, you know, I'm I'm an expert at this." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure every woman would would appreciate that." Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, Lon, you said something about you know something dark. You know, there's an a dark underbelly in in Ukraine or Russia. I mean, if you guys watch that documentary, not wanting to give a lot away, but there is a mob connection. So mm. I'm not sure if that falls under um, sex trafficking or mm. uh, human sex trafficking. I think it does. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you, you have to watch the documentary. It's really, you know, it's, it, it will tell you like, you know, what some of this, why some of these women do this, why they go to these socials and why, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean they, they all have their own agenda. Some of them are pure. Some of them, they really want to, you know, find love and they maybe they have a preference for American men. Um, but yeah. Or, or maybe the American men are the idiots that pay. Right. And wherever there's money with with Russians, it's the mafia is on the other side of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in Phuket, for those of you have who have ever visited there, there is Russian mafia all over the goddamn place. Wow. And there are so many Russian hookers there as well. That is kind of sickening. Right. But again, you know, where there's a 16-year-old beautiful blonde girl you know, someone will pay, pay for, pay for that, you know, for that, for like a night or rent, rent them. But it's a pretty crazy culture, Russian culture. So I would not be surprised. You know, I definitely want to see that documentary now, Nadi, you've sparked my interest and I would love to connect next week a little bit on that. Yeah. Oh, we can start a Patreon and charge people for t- <laughs> for a review. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, that link uh, coming up. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned, guys. Um, all seven of our listeners. Um, uh, anyway, speaking of uh, you know uh, a ticket out of Ukraine or Russia, uh, this is a good segue to Jeffrey and Varya. I know we promised not. Well, we, I wouldn't really promise, but I. You know, I was really hesitant to talk about Jeffrey, but their story got more and more exciting. And I know, you know, just to recap what you guys said last week, you know, you're you're basically you, you guys are team Varya. Right. And I was the one who says like, yeah, she seems kind of manipulative. She she comes across as opportunity opportunistic. And I get it. You know, it, no, no one should be judged for wanting to be to have a better life. You know, I'm all about that. However, to like this episode really exposed her as someone who's really, I mean, I, I don't know, like I would be turned off if I'm, if I'm the guy, if I'm Jeffrey, because now you know that, now he knows that she, she has been speaking to other Americans. Well, I'm, one I, other American. Well, maybe someone before him, right? But there's a pattern. So, and, and it doesn't help that she already like try to inject ideas of like, hey, let's live in a city, let's live in New York, not Tennessee. Let's, you know, like it's like, I guess okay, maybe you know, if if I were to be really objective, maybe I can say like, oh yeah, maybe Varya has a type, and that type happens to be Americans, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I guess it's also a bad look, 
is what yeah. I'm saying. It's a bad look, but I also think it just exposed her dishonesty. I don't think it necessarily means she doesn't like have feelings for the guy, um, because I think it's it's pretty standard to date multiple people yes. when it comes to yeah, you know, totally. you know what I'm talking about, right? 100%. And then yeah, and if uh, obviously it, when 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 it comes to exclusivity and where where do we stand? And you're talking to like two or three people. Mm-hmm. You know, some people will choose to disclose that. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. she didn't. And she owed that to him if they're already talking about moving in. You know, I think, yeah, definitely that was a mistake for her to not disclose that and to not say, okay, uh, before we move on, I want you to know that, like, I was talking to other people. But, you know, I, if we're going to move on, then, yeah, it's you and only you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I don't necessarily think it doesn't change my position on where I stand. I still think he's a, he's a dickhead, um, and uh, I just think she could have been more honest about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, dating dating multiple or talking to quote unquote multiple people and then kind of getting moving into exclusivity with somebody. I think that's kind of where where she was at. Um, and yeah, he totally flip, flipped out during dinner. Um, I don't know if he gave a shit whether he was, you know, going to get in good with her friends or not. I think there's a better way he could have handled that. Um, but, yeah, his 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 blow up at dinner um, was a, a total red flag. That That's not the person you want to be with. That, yeah. You know, he's going to yeah. dinner in front of your friends and get up and be super aggressive and, like, you know, make people feel threatened and uncomfortable. I don't think that was a good look for him at all. I think he could have. He could have handled that better. He could have pulled Varya aside maybe later on. Right. Was over and was like, "Yeah, it really hurt me, and I'm really disappointed that you weren't honest. It makes me feel a certain type of way about your intentions." And then they could have had that discussion. But for him to blow up in front of her friends from here on out, that's irreparable. From here on out, should they even be a successful couple, that incident is going to be like, "Nope, I don't like the guy." That's weird. I I wonder if he beats you when we're not looking. Like that was yeah. Flashed like that, I was like, "Ooh, no! Like, chill out." She even told him, "Can we tone it down? Like, you're a little yeah, intense right now. yeah." You know, chill Definitely out. a preview of his hot temperedness, right. which could mm-hmm. lead to violence potentially. Especially like if he points fingers at—I mean, po- didn't he point his finger to his to her face or something and said like, yes. "You've been dishonest," and then yes. like before walking out? And I felt like, okay, that's just ratchet. Like, <laughs> you know, to do that in front of her friends and in public. It it's was wife like, beater type aggression. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. I mean, so, his his reaction was as if someone like showed a shank, you know, and he was like afraid that he was going to get jumped into prison. I thought like he totally overreacted. Um, <laughs> you are not I, raping me today. You're... Exactly. <laughs> um, I think for someone that has a lot of skeletons in his closet, he overreacted. You know, I mean, he is less than perfect, and I think so is she. And you know what? So what? The past, the past. Build a life together, build a future together. And you know what? Like up until a couple of days ago, you guys were just like like online buddies, online friends. You know, and you know, as a woman, I probably would have twenty of those at the same time, right? Until one of them mans up, grows a pair, flies over to see me. And you know, makes makes all makes all the right moves, and and you know, makes the relationship work or whatnot. So, I thought he kind of was a dick. 
Um, another thing I saw on social media this week that I wanted to share was this Instagram live conversation between him and baby girl Lisa. Okay. What? So bear, bear what? with me. Exactly. Oh, bear with this me. is juicy, yeah. yo. No, so, so they were talking. Uh, and the only thing I can remember from this conversation that I just like was like, what the hell? Was how he was saying this story about how people always mistake him for Brad Pitt. Ew. And he said that on his way back from Russia, he, he stopped in Turkey. And at the airport, two women approached him and asked him to have a beer. And he said, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And he goes, and so we sat down, had a beer, and they started asking me, like, so you're Brad Pitt, right? And then he was like, I was like, no, I, I'm not. But he goes, I have this problem everywhere I go. And it was this egotistical, this, the way he was saying it was, oh my God, like, I just wanted to punch this guy. He was so full of himself. Oh my God. And I was like, you know what? Like, maybe this is like a blessing in disguise for Varya because he is so self-centered and so full of himself that his world is not, is not big enough for anyone other than him from my perspective. Um, I don't know. It, w- it was super gross, guys, when I saw that, and that's all I could think about. Ugh. I'm a little traumatized. Yeah, I that no, absolutely not. Brad Pitt lookalike, please, like <laughs> not especially <laughs> not with that nipple tattoos. Oh my god, <laughs> like, absolutely not. Um, oh my god, I don't know what to what where to begin here. I I mean, well. I don't know, Lon. Fill me in here. I just feel like <laughs> I think he's a fucking asshole. I'm right shocked. When, right I'm when there, right when he, uh, right when he woke up, and uh, right from the right from the jump, he's all, yeah, I didn't sleep great. It's, it's uncomfortable. Man, go fuck yourself. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> come on. That's really? Like, Are oh, you no. serious? And then oh, he no. just started critiquing her place again and telling her her sofa was shit. I'm like, dude, wow. Could you be more entitled? Um, you know, and then he he got on the bridge being super passive aggressive, you know, and I thought her little frog story was was super cute. That was cute. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, you know, being all smug. Dude, uh, honestly, I don't think you deserve her. You know, yeah, she was dishonest about whether, you know, or not you were the only person she was talking to. But have you been honest? Did you tell her that you're a wife beater and you got a case on you? Come on, man. Like, let's see. Let's see how she reacts to that. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm hoping that, that that we get to see that reaction or if he's just going to slide. And then he's just he's just going to come out with her not knowing any of that. And, and you know, for all we know, he's going to come out looking like the good guy in this story, which he's totally not. So, no, he's 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 a dickhead to me. I don't like him. And um, I hope, yeah, she dodges this bullet. So, yeah. Um, I do have to remind you guys that Varya had a slip up uh, when they were at that park. She did say something about, you know, there's an opportunity to come to the to America, and then there's you. And I get again, I I I chalk it up English. to like bad, bad English. English. Yeah, I was gonna say that might be bad interpretation in her head. Um, but again. I, with, I mean, I still think that with Varya, it's a bad look, but he's still a dickhead. I'm not pitying him at all. Like, he's just, he's so entitled. Um, and, I mean, let's just talk about the fact that this is someone, okay, first of all, it, it does seem like Varya is baiting 
a lot of American men, I'm guessing, but, you know, that's, again, that's her prerogative, you know, she's online dating, you know, the, you know, that's how she and Jeff, Jeffrey met, which is on an international dating site. Um, I, but again, like, how can you feel that she's using you when you made the conscious effort to fly to Russia to pursue this relationship, knowing that you're not going to move to Russia, right? In order for you to close the gap, one of you has to move to somewhere. And I'm mm-hmm. guessing he wants her to move to Tennessee. So again, like, I, I don't know how he managed to spin this whole like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I'm, you know, not come. I'm uncomfortable because the apartment's not finished or like, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm being used, I'm being baited. And he, you know, like the, the his whole storyline yesterday ended with him saying, oh, I failed myself. And I just don't understand how people like this, this people signed up for this show. And I mean, I know some of this is staged, but how can you spin that kind of narrative where you're pursuing someone overseas? And that is the premise of the show, right? It is about the end game. Right. It's the end game. You (laughs) pursue someone overseas and the end game is for you to bring them back where you're, where you're living. And, you know, in this case it's the U S so how can you say that, you know, she's using you and, this kind of ties into our last couple, who, um, you know, Big Ed and Rosemary. Again, like, I just don't understand how he feels a certain kind of way because he's been pursuing her and yet he's kind of questioning her past and it clearly he wants to fuck, right? Let's be real. He wants to fuck <laughs> Rosemary and that's why he's so determined to get her to take an STD test. But in disguise of like, oh, I don't know anything about your past. Like, you know, like she, she I mean, I'm pretty sure in his mind, he thinks that she sleeps around. And yet she, he still pursues her. So I don't get that. Like, why are you like, why are you like hounding her on her past? Clearly, she's not ready to talk about it. Clearly, she's in a bad place with her baby daddy. Um, And I get it. Like, she's not ready to talk. And when he, you know, when he kind of like forced her, when he presented this idea of, you know, taking the test, obviously, she feels insulted. Um, You know, it breaks my heart that she cried in front of, you know, in front of the cameras. Um, and I think she was so angry that she couldn't even express herself, you know, in English to him. Right. But I think we all get the idea that she's obviously hurt. Um, she felt like, you know, she's not trusted by him. And I, I again, I don't get why Big Ed is doing this. Like, you know, you you really you clearly want this person to be in your life, and yet, I don't know. It's just. It's weird how they go about this, you know. Maybe you guys have a different, you know, take on this. So yeah, I think, um, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna go ahead. No, go ahead, Lon. I, I think Ed's super, super jealous and insecure. Um, I'm of the belief that everything up to the point of where we met no longer matters, right? Um, It it could matter to a certain extent, but if it happened before our story started, then it actually shouldn't. Because 
like I'm not a I'm not a fortune teller. I'm not a psychic. Um, if like if I knew that the girl who I thought was the girl of my dreams like didn't like chicken wings, if I knew ten years ago that I was gonna meet this person and that she had something against chicken wings, then yeah, maybe I could alter my behavior so that in the future when I met her, bam, like yeah. But you know what? We can't tell the future. So like the the everything that we did up to the point of where our story began, I don't think hold really holds a lot of meaning. Um, why do you want to know? Like what, what's the, what's the intent there? If she tells, if she tells you about her past or not, like one, I think, you know, I think people should be, um, should be able to tell their story at a time when it's, um, when they're comfortable, when you've gained their trust, um, when, you know, you've established a certain rapport, so I think he's he's pushing way too hard for this, and I think she, I just think she's just not ready to to um, to talk about it, and especially if it's hurtful, especially if you know P, they, they, these guys like stop talking to her, or these were relationships that failed and and they ended up hurting her. Um, I don't think she needs to r- really go into that. So for me, my question um, to you two is, what do you how do you feel about whether the past. Um, matters or not or or if that impacts how much you trust the person like did, where do you guys stand on that i mean i think your past does and Im- does you know impact to a certain extent okay i mean there's one thing where it's like you know do you like chicken wings but then there's another thing which is like are you were you a sex worker in your history right i mean she's clearly living a life of poverty and when you're when you live a life like that, you do do desperate things or you do certain types of work to survive, right? And I think that's kind of what Big Ed's concern is. And I'm kind of team Ed on this one. Um, you mm, know, like wow. I, okay. I, I'm totally team Ed. I think she completely flipped the fuck out. I think that. I think that he had every right to ask her that as she has every right to ask him that, you know, I don't, what she did. And I don't, I don't think that it's an unreasonable ask for people to see on paper that, you know, you're not HIV positive or that you don't have a sexually transmitted disease that I can catch because you know what, I'm here for the long run. I want to consummate this relationship. I, you know, I, I want to be intimate with you, but I, I don't know your past you refuse to talk to me about it. You're, she's clearly a young woman. She's clearly had other relationships before. She has a son. So it's not like she's a nun, right? right. She, has, she has a tattoo behind her ear. She's talked about these New York, these New Year's um, parties. Parties, yep. You know, so she doesn't really come across innocent to me. She's coming across like she needs to survive and get the fuck out of the Philippines for the best interest of her and her son. That's there, kind of how she's coming across. He, he can ask her these things, though, like especially for someone who doesn't understand the nuances of the English language. Tell me about your past. Tell me about your past. So she's interpreting it as what you want to you want to know about my baby daddy. You want to know about my ex-boyfriends. Like if he wants to know if she's sexually active, you can phrase that a different way to where somebody who doesn't speak English that well can get the, you can convey that message. But and do I just you, don't think he did that well. But do you, I mean, do you think that he was this rude and disrespectful to her to the point where she like blew up on him like that? I I, I, mean, I I think I, it was I, a fair question, but I can understand how hurtful that can be, especially when especially 
when he made it a double standard. Right. When she said, fine, let's do this together. No, uh, I think uh, I think I'll wait till I get to the States. He totally okay, cop out on that. Right, yeah. now you just yeah. need to do a double standard. And that's where I have the issue. Because, like, you know, it, it, and, and I feel bad. Because it's a stigma that ladies, you know, that women have to deal with all the time. I'm the hoe. And you are fine. I'm the one that has to take the test all the fucking time. You don't ever see guys taking tests. You don't ever see guys. Guys don't got to take a pregnancy test. And then the STD test, it's never fucking mentioned. But when it comes to a guy visiting, like, the girl in her foreign country, they're the ones that are, like, issuing these fucking mandates on tests and shit. Like, come on. All right? Mm -hmm. Is there, like, how do we approach this? And I think the fair question would be, or the fair way to do it would be, let's both take a test so that you can see that I'm... You know, I'm 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 clean and you're clean and we can both like kind of move on with this. Like for him right. to have, have gone about it that way, super super hurtful. And you know, if if you were to put yourself, I think in her shoes, maybe you disagree. I, I could see where she would be hurt and you know lost her shit. You know, especially this is their first night. You know, you're already gonna insinuate that 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 I'm a slut or I'm a whore or whatever. Um, there was just there. There could have been a better way around that. And if you're gonna, if, especially if you're gonna engage, uh, get try to get engaged to someone or propose to them, and this is someone you're gonna call your wife, put a little bit more fucking thought into that. You know. <laughs> I mean, he's clearly not the smoothest guy in the world. If he hasn't had a relationship, he's hairy. Like what, twenty, thirty years, whatever he claimed. You know. Um, I don't know. I'm still big. I'm, I'm still team Big Ed. Like I don't know. I I don't really know what rosemary has done in her past and i'm i kind of probably would have done the same thing if i was in his shoes i don't know i'm just i I get the whole double standard thing i don't think that was fair i think it'd be fair if they both took the test but at the same time i can kind of see where he's coming from i don't know i think he's so keen to close the deal with her and he rushed into that whole intimacy thing because you know remember how many condoms he brought in his luggage he's probably like gotta start using this um but yeah i I, you know i agree with lon and in in you too mariam to a certain extent like he has every right to ask her that right but uh, there must be a time and a place and i get it you're doing it for the cameras and you know it's it's you you're creating drama and that's how people on this show get paid and i just feel like it's you know, at the expense of her feelings. And it just felt like it's a blindsided type of, you know, questioning too, right? Because like you, you, you're buying her dinner, sushi dinner, and then suddenly you talk about, you know, taking an STD test. It's like, come on, that should be like behind closed doors type of, you know, discussion in my point of view, or at least even if you want to do it for the camera, if you want to do it on TLC, make that like episode eight or nine you know when you're ready to take the next step like shouldn't he be getting to know her and i get it it might be difficult for him to get her talking about her past but who could blame her she probably has a rough past and maybe you know like in 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 relationship wise right um because she mentioned like oh okay her, her her ex blocked her on facebook you know she dated two guys before him and they didn't work out and he, I think she mentioned something about she's she had she hasn't had sex ever since. Um, so again, like I felt like she was not ready. That shows me that she's not she wasn't ready to talk about her sex life or her you know her private life. 
because you know they're they're probably in her mind they're probably in the process of getting to know each other and then suddenly he jumped in into like he kind of like put her on the spot like right away and that's not cool you know and yeah. i i felt like maybe the right way to do it would be to say hey you know i think we should take take this test together you know just so we we both know and just you know that we're both clean and we can go down this route and you know it makes me it gives me a better peace of mind or um, even have established that before he bought a ring like, right what you know come on get it backwards dude mm-hmm. that um any final words on big ed and uh rosemary they got really I hope good. it works out yeah, I hope it works out, though. <laughs> we'll see. I want to see the next episode. Definitely excited for that. Uh, for, Me too. For, 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 for the next episode on that. Right. Um, all right. So that is pretty much it for last uh, last night's episode. Do you guys want to say what your WTF moment would be for, you know, based on last night's episode? So yeah. my so my what the fuck moment was when Jeffrey storms out, you know, because of what happened with him and Varya, and then he gets on the phone with his friend. We didn't really talk about this, but he gets on the phone and FaceTimes the girl from uh, back home, and he kind of pretty much alludes to I've had this person right in front of me all the time. You know, and I kind of like, you know, I'm taking advantage of it. And I was like, what the fuck is that with this guy? <laughs> like, really? Did he just say that? <laughs> that? That was my what the fuck moment. <laughs> yeah, for for me, it was when Bebe Love, she was like, I don't know how female fans act. What? You're a female <laughs> fan. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't know how female fans that you totally do. Yeah, you know I mean that's what that's that's why that's why you're jealous and that's why you're insecure about his occupation in life. So yeah, that was that was a hard that was a hard one for me. Like you are a female fan, you you, you know how they act around celebrities. You know, like prepare yourself. Don't act like you know this is all new territory. Yeah, you're dating one now. That's what's new about it. But you know you fucking know. Come on, she knows. Well, my what the fuck moment was, what the fuck, Avery, you actually gave him the cookie? Like, <laughs> like that easily? Like, what the fuck? And you guys went at it two, three times? Like, come on, man. Like, practice some resistance or something, some abstinence. Come on. Like, make him work for it. Like, test his skills as a relationship coach. Come on. Um, See, I blame I blame Ash <laughs> for that though. See, he he should be as a, as a dude. He should have respected her boundaries. So you know right. what? I think that's his that's his bad. You know? <sighs> Again, I don't like the guy. So yeah, where's Living that? Where, the alcohol. Where's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, you know, I just want to thank you know our listeners, uh, you know, like I say, all seven of them <laughs> for, for once again, tuning into our podcast. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, a very trying time with COVID-19 and, you know, it's, uh, I believe it's day six of uh, shelter in place in the Bay Area where we're, um, while three of us are residing. Um, I, you know, I just want to say, you know, hanging there, um, you know, this is the time to, not spread hate and you know we should uh, be kind to one another we should not target a certain 
um, ethnicity, we should not blame a certain uh, group of people for for this, you know, our predicament, you know, right now, um, you know, it's, you know, this is short of me saying like, hey, guys, it's, you know, it's not cool to target Asians just because the virus, you know, just because a certain someone in the White House calls it the Chinese, you know, flu or whatever. Um, you know, it's, and apparently he retracted that on his Twitter feed today, but it's, you know, it's, it's too late, you know, people are, you know, the, the, the crimes against Asians are on an, on a rise. Um, I've personally seen a lot of Asians going to gun shops now because they're fear, fearing for, for their lives, I'm guessing. Um, so let's not do that. Let's, you know, let's be kind to one another. You know, this is going to be, you know, we have to fight this 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 virus as as a unit, as humankind. You know, as as a as a human race, and um, yeah, that would be my PSA, guys. I'm sorry if I'm like not good at you know expressing myself, but uh, I just want you guys to hear that. Yeah, no, thanks, Nadia. Um, just to piggyback on what you said, yeah, this is a. Uh... Unfortunately, this is something that impacts everyone, um, not just the Asian community. Um, however, you know, the Asian community will feel it most in terms of the hate being generated and the violence um, against the Asian community. And while I think I can stand my ground if it came to it, you know, I worry about my parents and I worry about elderly people um, who, you know, may be running shops and maybe trying to help out during this time by keeping their stores open um, because they're seen as essential services and uh, you know the hatred that they're going to have to face or, or deal with uh, because uh, of, of what's going on so you know let's get through this together again yeah let's let's get through this as the human race and um, like tear down these these barriers and these walls that um, that separate us so yeah stay safe out there everybody and uh, thanks for listening Bye, everyone. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.